0: hey college kids welcome back to my podcast who cares about college this is part two of my interview with ben so if you have not checked out part one make sure to do that subscribe and check out my blog acollegekid.com for more college related content on there but other than that i hope you enjoy Okay, so we went through the college process, we're done with that. Now you've got gotten into UMD. So, can you tell me about the first day, first week coming into UMD? And since it is a really big school, like can you tell us how that kind of had an impact on how you made friends, went around?
1: Yeah, so it was actually funny um, because this is like the first week of my last semester and so I was like looking back at my pictures from like my first week of freshman year. Um yeah, so I'm in like a honors program and so kind of like made a f- group of friends like through that, at least to begin with, just mm-hmm. like people I met kind of like through our mini orientation. Mm-hmm. Um, so that helped. Um,
0: can you first, before you continue, yeah. can you talk a little bit about the Honors College in Maryland and like how it works? Mm-hmm. How, I mean, how you get in, how it's different from the rest of UMD students who are not in the Honors College? and are the people in Honors College, is there like a huge difference between an average UMD student and an Honors honors College student?
1: Difference, absolutely not. No? Um, yeah, not really. Um, the difference between the two, between Honors College and kind of general, uh, is that basically Honors, there's like more specialized programs that you can be in. Mm-hmm. so there's um there's university honors which is like general and you just kind of have like an honors citation on your transcript you have access to a couple of different classes um to take through that like some cool seminars um then there's the one that i'm <clears throat> that i'm in called the gemstone program which is a four-year research um capstone basically so your freshman year you start kind of putting together a research project and do like real like high-level research on it for the next two years Mm -hmm. and then in your year write a whole thesis so we're doing that right now which is exhausting (laughs) um then there's they just got rid of one that was like an entrepreneurship program um there's one about biology one about computer science and then one about humanities and then i think one about like graphic design art something not totally sure what's going on there um but so my dorm like the first couple floors were all kids in gemstone my honors program so it was like you know kind of cohesive we also like you know the dining hall was like right behind my dorm so we would kind of all go there
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i'm like not friends at all with the kids i was friends with like beginning of freshman year it just like has evolved quite a bit since then um so let's see like how did I? yeah i think basically like gemstone. We had like our own separate orientation. And so I think that's kind of how I became like friends with them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so can you first tell us how you get into the honors college? Cause I know it's not like you can like mark that you want to be in it. You have to like actually get into it.
1: Yeah. So, um, sorry. Um, you just apply to Maryland, you know, like everyone else. And then they decide, mm-hmm. um, how they decide, couldn't tell you. I'm gonna assume it has something to do with like SAT, ACT scores, standardized, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume that's probably like they have a certain cutoff of like if you're over, I don't know, 1200 or something, you get into the honors college, yeah.
0: And having and not just UMD but state schools in general, having the honors college on your resume or whatnot, does that give you an advantage when people are like, I don't know, looking for jobs or grad school?
1: It depends where you're looking at. So like, I'm like, like I do political work when I inter- when I like, you know, uh, interview for things or when I'm like talking to people, they don't really care that I'm in the honors college. What is important is kind of how I'm framing my experience there. So again, like stone is resource program. Mm-hmm. i worked on one project now for four years, you know, how I talk about that and how I say, like, I've worked on one thing for four years and I've worked on a team with different people with different interests, with different opinions, how we kind of all like work through problems with one another. How I talk about those experiences are much more important than just saying I'm an honors college.
0: Mm, okay.
1: I think if you're going into like medicine or like, you know, hard sciences, then Yeah it might be more important, but generally like how you talk about the experience is much more than just like having it on the resume.
0: So can you tell us a little bit about the gemstone research and like, I guess exactly how the process went and what you did your research on?
1: Yeah. So, um, say so freshman year, your, your first semester is kind of just like an intro to research and like, here's the resources and this is kind of our process and also some about the university and kind of like getting, basically it's a big group of nerds and so like kind of how we should all be like going through university um then your second semester freshman year everyone proposes a project um you can propose multiple projects you can propose no projects you know up to you but like everyone has the opportunity to present as many as they want Mm -hmm. um and then we do this whole like multi-tier voting system that takes a couple weeks and like that's how you decide which projects um you know, you're interested in. Then they finally narrow it down to like 12 projects, give or take. There's about 100, 140 kids in the program. Um, And so then you rank which one you want. And then you get put on a team with about like eight to 12 other people. Um,
0: Wait, so basically every student proposes a project idea or project ideas, and then they just... So, what does the university do? Like, pick which one's their favorite, or like the one that no, sounds all, most interesting? We
1: all vote. So, all 140 kids in the program um, vote on which ones they're interested in. Um, and so, you know, if your project got 10 votes, then it goes to the next round. If it got three votes, it gets cut out. Um, so, both the ones that I I proposed one on my own, and then I proposed one with a friend, and both of them did not make it. Um, so, I ended up on a project doing. Um, what are we doing? It's complicated. Basically using algae to remove heavy metals from industrial wastewater. Um, So like when a factory like, you know, dumps their waste in the water system, how can we use biological products to remove those Mm -hmm. chemicals and those metals from the water? Um, I can't give you an answer because we are still trying to figure it out. And we have like two months left to figure it out um but it's been really fun and it's like i'm the only kid on the team who isn't an engineer or a stem person and so it's cool to kind of like work with them and also like take what all all the cool work that they're doing and then have to write about it in a way that like we can actually propose it and speak about it Mm -hmm. um
0: tell us a little bit about the actual research part does umd like i don't know designate days where you guys can meet up as a team and research? Like, how how does it go? And where do you go to do your research? Because if it's like,
1: I mean, algae. What's the word? Like, it's on us to get it done. Mm -hmm. Um, So we meet as a team once a week, and then we meet with a mentor once a week. So the program um, assigns a mentor to each team, you know, someone in the field who's kind of, you know, knows what's going on. So our mentor, she's a civil engineer with a specific knowledge in like environmental engineering. Um, she's awesome. Love her. Like she's great. Um, and so let's see, um, we, you know, they guide us, they tell us, kind of give us benchmarks of like, you need to have this done by this point. You need to have like so-and-so, but really the rest of it's up to us. Um, We've worked on it over the summer. We've worked on it over the winter. We've worked on it over spring breaks. We work on it, you know, over the weekend sometimes. It's really just, you know, when people can get stuff done. Um, Getting lab space on campus is a big, big difficulty. Um, We originally actually had this gorgeous lab space in this brand new engineering building. It was like, you know, just all the equipment was brand new, glass walls. It was super cool. And then we got kicked out because they wanted to use it for like some grad students or something who had more rights to it than we did. So now we're in like a basement lab and then we've got like some other space, in another like warehouse, but you know, just need space. Um, and so the work that I do is generally like either grunt work in the lab, grinding up algae and then like measuring out one gram by one gram by one gram of algae. Um, it's exhausting or doing, like, writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we've got kids on team who are engineers, and so they're kind of building a whole system for us right now. And then we've got a couple other people doing, also doing writing, a couple other people doing, like, law wow analysis work.
0: Uh, is, this, is this a solely gemstone thing, or does every sort of, like, college, I guess, have some sort of research that ne- they need to present by their senior year?
1: No, just, I mean, everyone kind of, You know, if you want to do research in whatever field you're interested in, like the opportunity exists for sure. But um like the way that this program is structured is only gemstone.
0: I see. And I have a question about the UMD, like what what is the exact word for it? The colleges, like there's an engineering one, graphic design art you said.
1: Oh sorry. The okay, so complicated. So you get into UmD and then there's the Honors College, which has the general university honors has gemstone has the graphic design one the entrepreneur one. So those are each called, um, I guess they're like programs within the honors college. Mm-hmm. Then there's the scholars program. And then there's kind of, which is like kind of it was bad to say, but it's kind of like honors college scholars program. And then like general university. Um, They don't really advertise it like that, but basically I put it this. Um, and then, um, but then, you know, there's like the engineering school, there's behavioral and social sciences college, which is like where social, like history and American politics and all that kind of things are. Then there's the music school. There's, the, um, there's computer math and natural sciences, which is like comp sci physics, math. So, there's different schools, then there's different programs, and then there's different colleges, but all within the university.
0: That is, re- that is really, really complicated. And so, if you have all of these colleges, and let's say you major in one college, right? Let's say you're computer science. So, you're in that computer science college. Can you double major in another college?
1: Oh. Yeah, I have a friend who's doing, engi- uh, excuse me, she's doing economics, which is in behavioral and social sciences. And then she's also doing comp sci, which is in computer math and natural sciences.
0: Oh, that's cool. Because I know, like, I re- I remember, I think it was Northwestern or something, and they didn't allow, like, double majoring outside of the school. Maybe I'm yeah. getting it wrong, but there's some sort of school, and they don't allow du- double majoring outside of the...
1: Wouldn't surprise me.
0: But... UMD is a huge school. How did you navigate? Was it overwhelming?
1: Not really. It- um uh, I'd been down here a couple of times my girlfriend at the time was a year older mm-hmm. so um like I'd come visit her and I knew the campus pretty well um so like she was a freshman here while I was a senior in high school mm-hmm. um also just like my family like kind of lives around here so we had been through campus before um as for like navigating it exactly like Basically, just the weekend before classes started, my roommate and I just like went for a walk around campus and went to every building that we like, we just had a list of you know where our classes were. So we just went to every single one.
0: Because, I mean, UMD is like huge, not the biggest public school, but like I remember I was interviewing someone from University of Central Florida. And that's like I think that's the biggest public school. Oh, really? In the yeah U.S. You mean population
1: or land wise?
0: Population, like I think it's like seventy thousand students. Jesus Christ! Yeah, and she and the girl I was interviewing, she was like, I felt like I was in a pool of just, I felt like I was surrounded by seventy thousand kids, and I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what I was doing.
1: Yeah.
0: And can you tell me if you lived in Maryland? I mean, how far away is Maryland from UMD? Is from your house?
1: Like forty-five minutes.
0: Forty-five minutes. Hmm. Most like people, you know, they want to go out of the nest and you said earlier you wanted to as well. So yeah. was it kind of like dull and boring for you coming in?
1: I didn't come home much my freshman year. Um, cause you know, I very much wanted to like take full advantage of being at college and mm-hmm. getting my distance from my parents. Um, yeah, the, the nice thing is there's the, um, the Mark train goes basically through college park and then goes up to Baltimore. So, you know, if I want to go home for a weekend, I can pretty easily take the train and my parents wouldn't have to come drive and pick me up. Um, so that's nice.
0: UMD. I know it's like, I mean, it's pretty selective and it's pretty up there and it's still like a competitive school in general. So going into college because you had a lot of APs you went to a pretty good school going into college was the transition hard in terms of academic rigor in terms of managing your own schedule not at all
1: like I said you know I was pretty high in my high school class so no it wasn't um definitely is a bit of a difficulty in like having a much more chill schedule Mm -hmm. um you know in high school it's like you know, you're know, you in class from 8 to 3 or whatever every day and then you have the extracurriculars and you go home and do homework and it's like that every single day. College is like, you know, some days you have one class, and days you have four. Um, sometimes, you know, you wake up at 2 p.m., have class at 3 p.m., then you're done for the day. And other days you go from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. straight. Like, it's just like, it's much more varied. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of knowing when you have to, like, you know, when your free time is and then when you have free time, but it's not actually free time because it should be work time, which is basically like what I'm doing right now. Um, you know, just kind of knowing when to balance those things is like a learning curve. But I wouldn't say it was like terribly difficult.
0: Well, wake up at 2 a.m., 2 p.m. Is that a normal college student or something?
1: The let's see. The, so right now I only have class on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm hmm. Um, and so I have four classes from eleven to five PM, and then no class Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Wow! Um, last year I had class Monday, Wednesday, no class Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, so, and you know sometimes I have a class like my gemstone team will have a meeting, but that's like forty five minutes, and so it's not really like I don't consider it class, even though I'm technically getting credit for it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, it's real... I, I've i never actually woken up at 2 p.m. That was dramatic, but, like... Okay, I
0: was like, okay, wait a second.
1: You know, definitely have friends who, like, would do that, like, without a problem.
0: Is that normal?
1: That's the thing. Is like, nothing's... Like, normal is, like, a very, like, ambiguous term, right? It's, like... I'm you know, it's, like, common.
0: <laughs> common in college.
1: Common, absolutely.
0: 2 p.m.? Yeah. Wow.
1: God. Like...
0: It sounds strange to me because I have to wake up at, like, 5.45 no,
1: like in the morning. Like my first semester, first couple of weeks of freshman year, definitely, like, you know, I'd be up at, like, 8 a.m. every day, no matter what. And then I was kind like, of, you, like, you really realize, like, your first semester, it's, like, why am I waking up? Like, there's literally no reason for it. And I'm also, like, a night person. Like, I'm not a morning person. Mm-hmm. But you don't realize it's like there's literally no point in me taking a class this early. You're just like not awake for it.
0: Oh. Uh, and like, I guess even
1: if you're a morning person right now, it's going to change. I can promise you.
0: Is the workload in college more than in high school? Like, take out the class portion, just the like homework, not in class stuff. Is it more?
1: Oh, God. I think so. I think so. Um, but again, like you have more time Mm -hmm. and then also, um, it's kind of like how much you want to put in, you know, like there's like, I have optional readings. I'm not going to read the optional readings. Um, (laughs) and like I have a homework due next Friday. I'll probably take a look at it this weekend, maybe try whole problems, but won't actually like do it in earnest until Tuesday or Wednesday.
0: Okay. And I have another question that comes. And so I thought this was a, at first I wasn't really aware of this. And then I interviewed a few students from like those top universities and they said this, and they said, it's not just top universities or private universities. It's like all colleges and universities. So in high school, if you were a straight A student and you walk into a test, yeah, maybe it's going to be hard, but like you kind of expect to get a good grade. You're not expecting to like fail or bomb the test, but going into college, it was much different. Like they would walk into a test having no idea what their score was going to be. And having a 70 in some classes was quite good, actually. It, was that the same for you at UMD?
1: Absolutely. Um, I had a class... Um, I don't know. Sophomore year, where I went into the final, like failing the class, like straight up failing. I had like a fifty-eight percent in the class. Um, and then like definitely, like, I think I studied like twelve hours a day for like three days straight. Um, and ended up, I don't know what I got on the fi- on the final actually, but I ended up passing the class, which was like a godsend. There's other classes where I've gotten like a 65% on a test, and that turned out to be like in the upper 10% of the class. Um, so, yeah, shit's definitely harder. Excuse my language. Well,
0: um, oh, that's fine. What about college makes it so hard? W- what about the tests? I know they're, it's not like.
1: A, so, you have it like in high school, you have, right? Like you have two semesters basically for every course.
0: Yes. So you have a lot more
1: time to, like, break down information. Um, And you also have a lot more time to, like, go back and say, like, I didn't get this. College, it's, like, like, my first day of class was two days ago on Tuesday. And we were, like, already started, like, lecturing and talking about, like, actual content in class Mm -hmm. on Tuesday. So there's just, like, it's much more, much more compact. And then they also throw much more at you. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, they're just more, like... I don't know. There's just like if I took like a similar class like in high school versus college, I feel like they just like t- try to teach more for the same course in college.
0: And do they leave you to learn a lot by yourself as well?
1: Depends on the teacher, depends on the subject, depends on you know, even depends on the semester. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, generally there's a lot.
0: And this is another thing that I came across. So with y- research universities, I assumed that with the price that you pay for some colleges, you would get like really, really good professors and they are good. They're well-connected. They can help you with research, but apparently they're there to do research. Teaching is just like something they have to do because it's part of the contract or something. So is that the same at UMD or do you have like really good professors there? Of course it varies. <laughs> Not every professor is going to be great, but do you find had, that they are more dedicated to research and such than teaching?
1: I have had really good and really bad. Um, I'm trying to like run through a list now. Definitely the ones who are more published, you know, the ones who have put out more books and the ones who are like more famous people um, definitely are worse teachers. Like, I think you can definitely say there's a correlation there. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like since I'm doing social sciences, there's less of a focus on like the research side. Um, They are doing research, but like their research involves kind of like, the, te- the teaching and the research, like, inform one another, whereas, like, you know, in STEM, you're doing, like, you're trying to find something new, um, not, like, make arguments or something like we are. Um, so, I don't know if I've, like, seen that exact, like, that they're so focused on research that they aren't good teachers.
0: Yeah, because, I mean... Because when I was interviewing that girl and she was like, you know, research university teachers, they don't know really how to teach. She said mm-hmm. you can probably get maybe even like a better, not education, but like a better experience at a community college, a less oh, school or state school.
1: There is definitely like teachers in like whom I know of, not ones that I've had, but like who teach computer science. And they're just like famous, famous people. And they're notoriously awful teachers. Um. And like my friends who are like in computer science will like tell me horror stories about them. Yeah. Horror stories. Actually, no, you
0: brought up you brought up another point I want to ask. So in college, how much does your GPA matter?
1: <laughs> for and what?
0: Okay, so I know it matters for grad school. If you want to go into grad school, specifically like medicine, something like STEM oriented, but for the workforce, do employers employers really care?
1: um again totally depends where you're going but if you're doing business if you're doing medicine if you're doing grad school yeah they do Mm -hmm. um other fields where it's much more like based on your skill set then gpa does not matter as much but in fields where like quote-unquote intelligence is like a priority then yeah gpa is important
0: gpa is not a measure of intelligence though
1: Make that argument to them. (laughs) Um, No, I agree totally. Um, Which is why, like in political jobs, like the ones that I'm looking at, like they don't really, they don't really ask for a transcript. They don't really ask for a GPA Mm um, because it is much more about skill set. Oh, so
0: they kind of ask for more internships, like what you've actually done, and such. Yeah, exactly. You would think that in medicine they would ask that because I mean, a medical internship is like
1: they look for it. Um, they want to see it. Like, I think like it's not one or the other, right. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely want to see it, but they're, you know, if they're, if you're going to med school and they're comparing two kids with internships and one has a GPA, you know, that's two points higher, like, yeah, they're going to save them.
0: Okay. So we're kind of coming to, I guess the end here and I want you to do actually, no, hmm. First, we'll do this, and then we'll do the other thing I was talking about. So with your college application process, I mean, you got into school, obviously. You got into good schools. You're in a good school, and you're not going for free, but you're going for a very like low price. Do you have any regrets on the college application? Do you wish that you had done something differently now you think about it, that you've actually been through it?
1: Regrets, no. Um, the only thing that like I wish I had done differently... And I would like, I wouldn't call it a regret, but I noticed I could have done it differently is, um, so like I said, I got deferred from Harvard. I had applied early and they deferred me into the general pool. And I had asked my internship boss at the time, if he would write a letter of recommendation on my behalf. And he was like, yeah, sure. Can you like write it out for me? And then I'll look it over, you know, kind of edit it to make it me and then I'll sign it for you. Mm-hmm. And I just like never did it. Like, partly I was uncomfortable doing it, partly I was procrastinating, partly I just, like, was, like, I don't know. I just didn't.
0: That's awkward. Reason. Why would they ask you to write your recommendation letter?
1: Very awkward, but, like, in a professional world, not uncommon. Um, Like, they're busy. They honestly don't mm-hmm. care. Um, And so, like, they're willing to sign their name. You know, I did decent work, but he's not, like, going to take an hour out of his time to like write a letter about some kid like Mm -hmm. yeah it's awkward but like i understand um so yeah i never did it and i definitely feel that if i had i would have gotten into harvard
0: i think so but i'm not
1: since i don't regret coming to maryland like i'm not you know hung up on that decision
0: (laughs) okay how big of a part do you think recommendation letters play especially if it's from someone that's you know, your internship boss, someone that's a boss, someone who's seen you in the actual workforce?
1: Um, I think, you know, again, like, I'm sure you've heard this, but like the colleges look at stuff holistically, which like, I hate that word. And I never want to hear them say it again, but like, it is true. Um, so, you know, like if you have a really good internship recommendation, like, yeah, that's going to look great, but only if they can like compare it to like you know, good grades and like the appropriate, like if you had a medical internship, they want to see a good grade in biology.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yeah. Something okay. like that, probably. I don't know. Again, I'm not an academic's officer or admissions officer.
0: Ooh. So yes, I, I've heard the term too, you know, we, we do a holistic application, but do you think it's really holistic? Do you think a top college is going to look at someone with like a, unless they're like, you know, a special case, like, I don't know, an athlete or something. Do you think they're going to look at someone with like a 2.8 GPA and say, oh, you know, we're not going to, we're going to just look at your extracurriculars and, you know, essays. Do you think they really do that?
1: I think it like private schools at smaller schools. Yes. At a big school, like Maryland, less so. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I definitely think they, I mean, Maryland, again, like they say, they look at it holistically, but I am like almost certain that they do like say honors college. You need to have this certain test score. And the next thing you need to have this certain test score. And like, we're not going to throw out anyone who doesn't have this test score for like the bare minimum. But like, if they don't, they have to look like fantastic and everything else. Mm -hmm. I can't say that they do that, but like,
0: I mean this whole time I thought not just Maryland, but any state school, so long as you meet a certain GPA and like SAT or ACT score, you're practically like in basically so long as you have some extracurriculars and like decent letters of rec and you're a decent writer I would think that you're pretty safe there. I mean, that's what I thought.
1: Maryland, no. Other state schools, maybe. Um, like I don't know. I don't want to like be snobby. I don't think it's hard to get into Maryland, mm-hmm. um, especially if you live in Maryland. But it's not like, you know, they're not letting everyone in.
0: Uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, because in my high school, I mean, I think most people in my high school apply to Maryland. I think that's pretty much every Maryland kid. They basically apply to Maryland. And it just in my school, it's everybody tells it to you. They're like, oh, you know, if basically if you have like almost perfect GPA and a really good SAT score, you're practically in Maryland. That's what goes around in my school. And you know, so long as you're decent in everything else, so long as you have good grades and you're like in the top, you're safe there. So, yeah, that's why I thought that because that's what I've been told all my life.
1: Mm-hmm um yeah i mean that's i think it's it's a good rule of thumb but i don't think you can like live off of it
0: yeah that's for sure because i'm sure not every maryland student's like 4.0 4.0 yeah okay so now we're like actually coming to an end here and one thing i want you to do is give two pieces of advice and this is really good because you're actually a senior now and you're almost done with college so one for high school students who are it can be any year of high school or they can be in the college admissions process already. What advice would you give for them? And then the second piece of advice would be for college students. Maybe they're just starting off and they don't know what they're doing. So what would you give for those two groups, high schoolers and college students like early on college students, not like a junior or something.
1: Um, so for high schoolers, you'll probably hate this, but like chill out. Um, like like I said, like looking back now, like I can barely remember my test scores. I can barely remember like any of that. It just has like, yeah, it has an impact on where you go to school, and yeah, where you go to school has an impact on life. But your test scores really don't have an impact on life, and like your admissions essay, like I went over it like fifteen times. I could have gone over it five times, and it would have been just as fine. um Like there just really isn't that much of an impact. I think. Um, so, yeah, like, definitely just, like, de-stress and, like, recognize that, like, as big of, like, a momentous deal as it seems, it's really not. Um, which, like, I mean, even you, like, you're, you're doing a podcast about, like, the whole college process, which, like, clearly, like, you know, you're trying to find out more about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like, which is great, by the way. Like, I think it's great that you're like, doing this resource for other people and for yourself. But... um The whole college process, like, it doesn't need to be as stressful as it is.
0: You think people, like, over-exaggerate the process?
1: Absolutely. I think high school counselors do. I think college counselors do. I think parents do. I think, like, high schoolers build off of one another and make it more stressful. I have a friend whose mom, like, counts how many Ivy League acceptances the high schools, like, the various high schools get. And I'm just like, that's just toxic. Like, we don't need that. Um, and she doesn't mean any harm by it, but she just like, likes to keep track. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, yeah, high schoolers chill out. College students like do, do literally like the most bonkers stuff. Um, like I'm a senior now and like, can't do much because of the pandemic. And I'm like, looking back now, I'm like, damn, there's really things that I wish I had done I was in college. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to do them well. I'm like, you know, a person, um, do you think
0: are you talking about more like opportunities or are you talking more about experiences that you have because you're still young and you're not you, you don't have that much responsibility like on you
1: both um like there's like some internships where i look back i'm like i definitely could have applied and gotten that internship and i just like didn't mm-hmm. um and like i'm concerned that it doesn't you know that now that my resume doesn't have it and then on the other hand there's like you know there's nuts where i wish i had, like Gone out to a party instead of staying in. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, again, like that's kind of weird. Like, that's where grades become like a weird thing in college because like there's so many other distractions, but also like those other distractions what make college college. And at the end of it, you're like, those are the things you remember. You don't remember staying in and like getting a good grade. You remember like having a great night or going on a road trip or like trying to think like what other crazy things I've done. Um, you know like skipping class and just like having a pool day with your friends like those are the things that you remember and like making sure that you do those like if you skip one class like you can always make it up you can always make up the work it's not gonna like seriously impact your, obviously like don't skip a midterm but um yeah there's like there's just like so much that you have at your disposal while you're in college like you're young you're away from your parents you have so few responsibilities like yeah take advantage of it
0: good good advice there we'll make sure parents don't listen to this
1: <laughs> <laughs> i also like don't mean like stupid crazy things there's like there's like i'm trying to think of like thing i don't know i'm like anything's coming to mind now is like, make memories that's a good way to put it there you go yeah um no there's just like there's so many things you can do and it's like college at the time do
0: Yeah, I know I'm constantly told like college will be some of the best time of your life if you do it properly and like, you know, have your fun. So,
1: yeah. Well, thank
0: you very much for coming today. Sounds good. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. That concludes my entire interview with Ben. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you also subscribe and check out my blog, acollegekid.com. But other than that, I hope to see you in the next one.